What's up? It's Christine Horn, and you are listening to the Hollywood Bound Actor Podcast. Today, we're taking it back to a classic episode of my show, Actors Daily Bread. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Hollywood Bound Actor Podcast, the number one place to be if you're an actor who wants to book starring roles in film and television. And now your host, the booking magnet, Christine Horn. This episode of the Hollywood Bound Actor Podcast is sponsored by Book More TV, the most comprehensive online five-week course catered to actors who want to book starring roles in television. Led and hosted by yours truly, Christine Horn. Learn more today and take the intro class at bookmoretv.com. As, as we come on. And we're live! Hey, hey, it's Christine Horn, the booking magnet. Welcome to another episode of Actors Daily Bread. This is a special edition that we like to call the HBA, Hollywood Bound Actors Spotlight, where we interview and talk to amazing people. Today, I have the Mike Moreno, founder of Actor CEO and the Actor CEO podcast, which I had the pleasure of being on. What episode was it, Mike? Hey, 116, 116. 116. Listen, Mike and I, we've connected a while back. And what I love about the work that that he does is it's all about changing your mindset and how you approach your career, really looking at yourself from not just, oh, woe is me. I got to wait for something to maybe happen one day after to really promoting yourself from actor to actor CEO. I'm going to be hyped because he's going to be hyped. And that's what we're here to do. For all of you who are watching, I want to welcome you. Those of you who will listen to this later on the podcast, welcome to all my replay watchers who will watch this later. What's up, replay watchers? Love you guys. Mike, hi, welcome. Hey, Christine, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy you're here. And though, if you guys see me on my phone, y'all know the deal. I'm just looking at your comments. So you can make comments. Um, I may or may not see your, your name if you don't click that special link for StreamYard, the thing we're using to talk. Um, but I will still see your, <laughs> they said we love the hype. Awesome. Um, so let's dive in. Tell me about yourself, Mike, and how you got into acting. Because you do so much. You do acting, you do voiceovers. You, do, I mean... Just give me a little, give me the Cliff Notes version of who you are. Yeah, you know it. I mean, long story short, born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, shout out Glendale. Woo woo. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame High School. What up, Studio City? Uh, you know, um, listen, that was that was my life. And, uh, you know, uh, getting kicked out of Shia LaBeouf's house uh, as a kid and, uh, you know, um, going to school being surrounded by the entertainment industry. Uh, my dad worked in the entertainment industry. He worked for both Fox and Disney back when they were two separate companies. Oh, wow. uh, and it was something that was always interesting to me. I started uh, doing stand-up comedy at the age of 14, did that for seven years. Um, I was in clubs before I was even allowed to be in clubs. Like they were like, you go do your set, you do your six minutes and you get out. It's illegal for you to be inside. Don't do your homework after your <laughs> Exactly. Um, but it was great. You know, uh, I credit stand-up comedy, honestly, you know, I was doing it before everybody was doing it, I guess. But, um, I really credit that for like getting me over that stage fright, being able to take risks, right. Being willing to fail. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, and that was uh really helpful. And then, yeah, I mean, basically in, in I, probably as early as high school, I started going, okay, maybe the act, the drama side of things, right? Not just the stand up, but like that side of performance is something that's interesting to me. And since then, I went to a BFA program down at Chapman University down in Orange County. What up? And then, uh, then uh, off to uh, an MFA program. And then out of the MFA program, I got a, um, an agent from a showcase in New York City. So I decided, all right, well, I'm going to stay in New York City then instead of going back to LA. And, you know, 10 years later, here we are still in New York. So, and, and what's interesting then is what brings me to the podcast is, you know, uh, about five years ago, um, I had a son, uh, which was very exciting and trying to grow a, uh, you know, a, a kid in New York City is, they say, like trying to grow an oak tree in a bathtub. Um, so I'm you know, from the Bronx. I, I get it. I get it. So, you know. yeah. So, uh, you know, my time was no longer my own. Right. So I couldn't take smaller projects. I couldn't take I couldn't be standing in line at the equity, uh, you know, building and things like that anymore. 
So I needed to change up how I did things. Mm -hmm. And I went back with the podcast. I went back to a lot of the conversations that I found really, really helpful when I was in M MFA school. I feel like a lot of the half my education I got at the bar because I would talk to people who were coming in. You know, I was lucky enough to be in a program that had, uh, you know, had a Lort theater. They were bringing in people from all over the country. We also traveled to Italy and like worked there for a little while. Like I got to actually sit down and talk to professionals, directors, casting directors, actors, of course, um, who were on the ground five, 10, 15 steps ahead of me doing what I wanted to do. And I was like, what is the, what's the situation? Right. And nine times out of the 10, the answer I got was you got to treat it like a business. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that you have to understand, which is why I think you you and I align so well, Christine, is yeah. like you really do come at it from that perspective and uh, you encourage your followers to do that. Like everybody who's who's part of your circle really starts to get that understanding and really ingrain it in their process, which I think is just it's fantastic because like you, so much ownership and empowerment comes out yeah. of it. Yeah. So, there you go. Cut to uh, me deciding that that was going to be the conversation that we were having on the podcast. It turned out that it's not really a conversation that a lot of people are having. Oftentimes, people want to know what is the path of least resistance? What's the next thing around the corner? Yada, yada. What's the magic pill, Mike? Yeah, what's the magic, magic pill? pill? What's the silver bullet? <laughs> I just did a Showtime show. How come I'm not, you know, at this level, blah, blah, blah? Because that's not how it works, man. Like, nobody cares. This is what I say now. Nobody cares about your business as much as you do. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. It's not their business. They don't have to, right? Don't hate them for it. Just understand that that's not that's not the situation. So the good thing is that you actually do control so much more than you ever thought you did. And uh, that was something that was really enlightening to me coming out and spending time, you know, even with an agent and going out and, and doing television and producing stuff and things like that. I didn't realize that I actually had more control than I gave myself credit for or certainly thought I did. So now, 160 some odd episodes later, uh, I'm an expert for backstage. I'm an expert for stage milk. You know, I got all I got some other things going. There might be a book in the future. Maybe you and I can have that conversation. I know you've written some. So, uh, so yeah. So that's where we are, and the conversation is just getting louder, and it's getting more resonant, and more people are jumping on board, and I'm really excited about it. I love it. I love it. I mean, what I'm hearing, and shout out to Wendy Elaine Wright, who's in the chat. Hey, she said, love these two great people. We love you back, Wendy, because she's definitely on that train of you got to be you got to run your life. You got to run your career. You got to run your business. And I think that's the main that's the that's the through line in the whole conversation. And I love hearing that you had training You started. I mean, you had comedic training, stand up in the theater, like all of that stuff to make you who you are now. Where did you find, where do you find yourself now? And if, if you're watching or listening, you're going to walk away with some tips. So don't worry, but we got to get, we got to warm it up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> the appetizer, a moose bush, the moose bush of the, of the interview. Okay. Where did you find your sweetest spot? Like you've done a lot of things. You've trained in a lot of schools and places. And even with having your podcast and doing things on the side and raising a family, what would you say is your sweet spot? The thing that just lights you up, like this acting world, I think, and I know you can find this with some of your clients too. They, we want to do all the things, do everything, right? Because, oh, I, I have a friend who's doing voiceover. I have a friend who's doing this. I have a friend who's doing an animation. What's your sweet spot and how did you find it? And how do you use the skills you have now to really shine a light on that? Yeah, I mean, I think my my sweet spot for, for basically as long as I can remember certainly has been comedy. That has been something that has I've just had a knack for from the beginning and uh, that sort of quick witted thinking. But then that has led me to just the way that I look, the type of personality that I have. I end up being um, how can I say like the antagonist <laughs> is probably the best way to put it. That's, that's the sort of type. And we'll talk a little bit about this later. That's the sort of type that I fall into. And sometimes there's space for that, depending on the type of thing in comedy, but there's certainly space for that in drama and things like that. And going through school, Shakespeare is one of the places, classical theater is one of those places where it really amplified the ability to do both of those things. So I would say having that classical training and and comedy, I fall into this world of being able to be an antagonist 
in a way that uh, is very fiery, very, can be the villain if that's how they choose to portray it, but also, of course, can be easily on the comedy side. So that's really my my type world and how I amplify that. If I had, these are some of the things that I wish I had known, certainly starting out my career. If I yeah. had known that that was how I could operate and I could do things to reinforce that, then I would have done it much earlier. Right. And yeah. this, I was coming out of school, you know, people were still saying, oh, you just need two headshots. Right. <laughs> I remember I Wendy, who's watching, I tell everybody the story when having Wendy on my show, when she was like, uh, that's not how actors access works anymore. Okay. Like, you gotta, you know, do these things, blah, blah, blah have these books and uh that, that align with the breakdowns and the types and stuff like that so you know i i wish there had been a channel like what what i'm doing and like what you're doing out there and like what other people are are trying to reinforce is uh you know that that there's actually space where you can support yourself there's space where you can get information there's space where you can understand what's going on and then you can actually actively implement it you are in far more control of that so to go to really the heart of your question, I think communicating, a communicator, that's what I have found is my really strongest asset. I was telling my wife this the other day, like, that's that's what got me into this whole thing to begin with. That's what I really, that's what obviously stand-up comedy is is a way to that. But you sort of become, and you know this, uh, you sort of become almost a channel in some way. Yeah. When you're a performer, when you're... um when you're a creator in many ways, you become a channel. It's not all you, it is filtered through you, whatever it is, the energy, the essence, the inspiration, the muse, the story that you're telling, it is filtered through you. But I found that my ability to effectively communicate mm -hmm. was extraordinarily powerful and very helpful. That was the most important thing. It was helpful. So yes, I could do that in performance, but then I could turn it to this microphone here, have conversations with folks like you, be able to then teach and inspire others in a way that I could clearly communicate something that maybe they had heard five, 10 times before. Mm -hmm. But then having a conversation with you, the inspiration hits, whatever, we, we all of a sudden frame it in a way where they go, oh, dang, right now I get it. Yeah. Now it makes sense. And boom. And now all you've done is you've unlocked somebody's potential. And that I think is so such an extraordinary thing that we have the ability to do. But communication is a, a key factor to that. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. You mm -hmm. know, we have so many amazing actors here in this group. Shout out to all of you who are listening and watching, you know, as a coach, and even as an actor myself, going reversing back in the day, I, I never pretend like I didn't start where I started, right? So I too was like, my talent should be enough. Uh -huh. Why don't they see me, right? Or I, my training should be enough. Hmm. You know, I would love for you to dive deeper. So for those of you listening, tuning in right now, if there's any resistance in you that's like, why isn't my talent enough? Why do I have to do all this social media stuff? Why I gotta do target lists? Why I have to do research? And this shouldn't my manager or agent be doing all this work for me? I'm just gonna give you the floor, Mike. Dive in. This is and Mike is gonna share a few tips. He teaches. This is what he teaches. This is what he does. He's gonna give a little a, a nugget today. He's gonna give a gift that you can take away later. But just give us a little snippet on from your perspective how we can change that mindset and what are some steps we can do something tangible that the audience tonight can walk away with and how they think about their career as a whole because you said how do you want to show actors how to promote themselves from just being an actor to being an actor ceo what does that mean man a hundred percent so you know again what does that actually mean that means that you actually have control over your career far more than you've ever been told, far more than you've ever realized. And to be fair, far more than any sort of actor training institution uh, has probably led you to believe. I like to tell people that there's two sides of the coin, right? There's the craft and the career. Well, when you go to an actor training institution, which you should, by the way, if you plan to pursue this professionally, you should get some professional training in the craft, right? Because that is the thing that you're, that is the product, that is the service that you're going out there and selling, right? Is your ability to do this thing, your unique ability, which is very important to do this thing. But then there's the career side, which is as soon as you step out, 
what many folks don't realize coming out of any sort of training institution, be it a MFA, BFA program, college program, conservatory, or just some, you know, eight week, 16 week, 20 week classes that they took or whatever, is that as soon as you step out and go, okay, I plan to pursue this professionally now, you are, for all intents and purposes, an entrepreneur. You have now created a startup company. You are now the CEO of that company. The IRS sees you as in business. Yes. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. Yes. They're like, oh, okay, so you've started you a making business. Money? Yeah, you're making yeah. money. Very good. How are you making that money? Write the expenses off, right? Like, what is it? We want to see it all. You're a business. So now, as soon as you realize that, you start to go, oh, I mean, that feels a little good, right? When you're like, oh, I am a, I'm a business. I'm a business, man. I'm starting a business. Like, here I go. But you're the CEO of that business. And that's the most important point. So when you bring on an agent, and I say bring on, right? They're not bringing you on. You're bringing them on. When you bring on an agent, you are hiring somebody to do your uh, sales calls for you. That Come, is on. Come on, sales calls. That's what you're doing. You're hiring somebody to do your sales calls for you, right? Yeah. And you get a manager. And that, that person is, again, that you have to have a career to manage, right? I think if you're going to bring on a manager, it's very important. You have to have a vision. You have to go, okay, here's where I'm going in three years. Here's where I want to be in five years. Here's the type of actor that I am. Here's the things I do. Here's the things I don't do. When I send out uh, emails to an agent, I'm going to have an you know elevator pitch right at the top. Hey, my name is so-and-so. Here's my XYZ. This is the type of actor I am. This is what I do. Here's my stuff. Brevity. It wins the day, right? When you communicate in this business and this is how you can, uh, you know, communicate with me. So you immediately take control over all of these pieces and for any business to succeed, you have to have for long-term, you have to have certain things in place. You have to have a product, right? A product or service that continually improves, which I think is fair. You shouldn't stop taking classes. You should continue to keep this tool sharp, certainly because that is the thing that you are selling. But any business worth its salt that's gonna be around for a while has to have a marketing department as well. So you got your agent on board, great. You have your sales department. Do you have your marketing department? Because your marketing needs to get out there too. So you can take control of that marketing. Of course, you can bring someone on to help you if you like, uh, but that's very important. You have to stay in front of people. And you're, there's a publicity side to that, right? And then there's also, uh, you know, the ability for you to actually build relationships, which we'll talk about here in a moment. I've got five keys that I actually share now with students. I'm taking this as a class, and I'll give you guys access to this whole breakdown here. You'll see what the class sees. But awesome. I'm bringing this to schools because I'm tired honestly, of students graduating from any institution, like I said, conservatory, actor training program, BFA, MFA, certainly I going, okay. How much money and yeah. still don't know? Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on that. Like, <laughs> you know, these, these folks are hundreds of thousand dollars in debt and they walk out and I go, I'm sorry, no one told you that you're a business. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I just, I was told I could play whatever I wanted to play. <laughs> And it's like, uh, no, uh, you are a business and you're competing against other businesses and you have the ability to grow this, but there are tools and techniques and practices you need to know. So, uh, and again, building relationships is one of the most important things. So let me use that if you don't mind, I'll dive in right now, right? And let's talk about some of these keys, right? So I, I share with students that, I, again, all training institutions, from colleges to universities to actor training institutions as well. I now share this uh, set of five keys that I think there are many others you could focus on, but I think the, these five are probably the most important. If you are exiting some sort of craft-focused training institution and stepping into the business, which maybe many of you are at that inflection point, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'll break down these five keys, but then I'll share three of them with you in detail. So the five are, one is know what you're great at right now. And that's like your type. And this is something that you, Christine, have really hammered in and you help people nail, right? What is your type? What is the thing that you do, right? Yeah. How are you? You know, it's not just one thing, right? People always get afraid. Oh, I'm going to pigeonhole myself and X, Y, Z. Excuse me. You can't play everything. Right. Right now. Sometimes from theater, from theater and school, you know, you're, you know, you're 50. They stretch you. 
Right. <laughs> no, they do. And that's fine. That's right. what they're there for. Again, people sometimes, I mean, I, I say I'm teaching in schools right now and I try not to get myself in trouble because I, I really do give them credit where credit is due. They have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Their purpose at this moment is to train you in the craft and stretch you indeed so that you have an understanding as an artist of what it is that you're capable of. But many of them don't teach you the business skills and that's fine. They don't need to. Just know that you don't have those when you come out, right? Okay. Know that. So know what you're great at right now. Again, that's your type, right? That's your brand, essentially. That's what you're out there pitching and, and selling. Find your audience is number two, which we can do now in an extraordinary way. We're doing it right now, right? We just have more capability than ever. But find your audience. And those are people who make the things you want to be a part of. Those are people who are watching the things you want to be a part of. If you're in a show and not live tweeting when that show is happening, you could be engaging with that audience. A producer who sees you doing that. I have a show premiere tonight. People are like, are you in the episode? I'm like, no, I'm not until the seventh episode. But I'm about to be like, we air tonight exactly yes exactly you you don't think the showrunner who's also watching this episode doesn't see that those tweets come in and go hey all right christine is she's on board she's part of the team right yes. that showrunner is part of your christine your audience right as well as the fans who are watching the show mm -hmm. they're part of your audience too okay so we can find our audience now easier than ever right? We have direct communication with them. Then number three, never be afraid to pitch yourself. Mm -hmm. Never be afraid to pitch yourself. Definitely make sure that you own what you're great at. And if you see an opportunity to step up and say, excuse me, I think I can help you. You need to do that because no one is going to do it for you. <laughs> no one is going to do it for you. Number four, master your messaging. And this is where social media comes into play. You mentioned it earlier. Some people are like, do I need to be X, Y, Z? I have some thoughts on how to make it a little bit easier for you to handle and how to give you some perspective on it that could be very useful. And then number five, and then this list, when you guys see it, I have this image here. Number, It's all five circles and five is a gold circle. And I think subconsciously I just made it that way. But five, I think, is the golden rule, which is build relationships. Right. Building relationships is the foundation of every business. Yeah. Every business wants to anybody who owns a business wants to work with somebody they know, like and trust. All and day. that is how they build long lasting business relationships. So knowing that that is a very crucial part of your business um, is going to help you in the long run. So we can dive in to those yeah. three points at the end right now. So instead of the first two, know your, know what you're great at right now and find your audience. I'm going to focus on these last three. Okay. If that's all right. So yeah. well, let's talk about never be afraid to pitch yourself. I like to say, love what you do, right? There are others who will too, and never be afraid to stand up for your skills. Mm. Now, Christine, I know that you've set your uh, followers up um, with some great tools and, and usually great perspective as well of like creating a press page and a website and an EPK, maybe even other tools that are useful for them for when they have an opportunity to pitch themselves. Isn't that right? That is correct. That's and, right. And really getting laser focused on what you know you you uniquely bring to the market. 100%, right? And if you can have that in a sentence, like an elevator pitch, the first article I wrote for Backstage is about having an elevator pitch and why it's important, right? And that because why? Because it makes sense, right? Everybody in this industry is busy. They don't have time. But we have unique communication abilities right now, right? Lots of casting directors have made themselves available on social media. Of course, agents have made themselves available. Other people have. If you're on LinkedIn, you're building a profile there, which you should be because that's where the professionals are and you have the ability to message somebody or whatever, knowing how to describe, hey, I'm this type of actor who does these types of things. I think I can help you. Or if you or if you need my help, here's how you can get in touch with me. In six seconds, mm -hmm. immediately puts into their brain, oh, I know exactly what you can do. I know exactly where I don't need to put you, right? right. You've made my decision-making process much easier. Two, you haven't wasted my time. Because you're not like, I want to be an actor and I've you know wanted to be an actor since I was six years old and blah, blah, blah. If you send that email to an agent, they're just going to delete it. Right. I don't have, I represent, you know, 500 people. I don't have time to read that. Right. So you need to be boom, straight to the point. 
but it needs to be something that does indeed sell you. That is a pitch, right? A pitch is a concise nugget that makes it very clear who you are, what you do, and how you help. That's what I think. And so if you, yeah, if you can craft that for yourself and have it in an EPK, have your website from the moment somebody shows up there, they go, dang, all right, you're this type of person. This is what you do. This is what so-and-so said about you. Click here. Okay. I now have in five seconds, I have all the information I need and I have a very clear understanding of what you do. That's a great business move. <laughs> that means that you, because it's, we're in such a distracting world right now. And er, like I said, everybody's busy. You need to help them make their decisions very clearly. Yeah. And if you're not the right person, great. You need them to make that decision quickly so you can go, okay, great. Thanks so much for your time. I wish you all the best. And you can move on to convincing someone else, right? Because otherwise you're wasting your time and that's precious time on, in terms of your business. So let's move in to number four and I'll answer any questions as we go, certainly. But um, I'll, I'll keep trucking along. Number four is master your messaging, right? And this goes to what we were talking about with social media. Oh, so, and so many people have this, I don't like it and it feels slimy and I don't want to promote myself and that's brag. I talk about it all the time, but I'm going to let you put your, put your season and salt on it because it's necessary. I, I but just want to like reach through my wall into, uh, <laughs> into my food, uh, my pantry over here and pull out my Lowry's and like, jump it on the mic right here. <laughs> Hold up, I just gotta interrupt this episode real quick to let you know about our new sponsor, We Audition. Have you ever been in a situation where you need a reader last minute, maybe no one's available at home, or the people at your house are just really bad readers? I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Listen, I love We Audition, I was using it anyway, and. I'm so happy they reached out to us here at Hollywood Bound Actors because now you can get a special 25% off using our exclusive code, HBA25. I'll say it again, HBA25. Use it now to get 25% off your subscription. Listen, We Audition is a revolutionary new website and it helps you find a scene partner on demand. You can do video chats, you can do rehearsals and self-tapes. You can also meet casting directors and agents. So it's worth it. You'll find me on there. I'm there. I love it. So check it out today and let them know that we sent you by using our code HBA25. Now let's get back to the episode. And uh, listen, master your messaging, I think is so important. First of all, again, no one cares about your business as much as you do. Uh, if you think you know about Chris Pratt, let's say as an actor, you know about him. Okay. Well, why do you know about him? You know about him just because he's in things or at the time that he's in things? No, you go see the things because you're still familiar with him because he's talked about or on your radar in between the things. Okay, but Chris Pratt has a you know publicist that's doing that for him. Why do you think it's worthwhile for him to do that? So that you know who he is, right? You're still connected with the energy that excites you about Chris Pratt so that when there is something to talk about, when there is something to go see him in, you are going to go do that because he has stayed on your radar, right? Everybody in advertising knows this. You have to touch someone seven, eight, 10 times before they buy, right? Coca-Cola does that, right? Even though that you are already familiar with them, they stay on your radar. They stay in your realm of attention, right? You can do that too, you can do that too. Now, could you hire somebody to do that for you? Of course, if you can afford it, then great, go for it. But, um, cause it's still important. But if you can't, you actually have all the tools in front of you. You have social media, you have your website, you have LinkedIn, right? You have uh, a YouTube channel, maybe let's say, you have the ability to create content. You have the ability to reinforce that message that your pitch actually describes. Hey, I'm, I'm this type of actor and I do these types of things. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I help, oh. right? This is this is what you have the ability to do now. And I say, you know, this phone right here is basically a newspaper, a television studio, and a radio all in one. And, and no you, one's charging you to you get out there. Charge, you are in charge of programming. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You are in charge of programming. Too many people consume when they could turn it around and create. And so... That is something that I really 
strongly believe in. I mean, that's how this podcast came about. That's how we're communicating, right? We're on a platform right now that allows us to do that. We have more power than ever in the history of our creative lives to actually do this. So just to just to put a fine point on it, that is how you can use your Instagram. Okay. That is how you can use your Facebook. That is how you can use your accounts. Create a professional account. If you still want to mess around and, you know, be your sloppy self on social media. You create a Finsta. You create a Finsta that you got that's separate, different name. Exactly. Make a separate account. I have two accounts. I have a personal account. I have a personal account and a, pro and a professional account. And that's what that's how I run it, right? Because, you know. Sometimes I do want to be a uh, silly fuck, if I will. <laughs> and like, you know, that's fine. But right. but you can control the messaging, right? So just remember that that's all that messaging, if it's on your professional profile, that's all going out and reinforcing a message about your business. So I like to think of it as like maybe 70-30 or 80-20, where it's like the majority is is what you're talking about as a business. And then 20% of that is is you personally, because this is something that I think is very important, is uh, social media allows you to flesh out the human being behind the artist. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to that no like, and trust factor, casting directors who choose to go to social media to see find out more about you, not all of them do, right? And they've said this on my show. They don't all necessarily do that. But those who do are going there for one reason and one reason only. They want to find out more about you as a person. Yeah. They want to know, Do are you the type of person that this project, let's say they're hiring you for a, a year-long tour, you know, through through the all the European countries on, I don't know, the Lion King 6 or whatever the heck is going on. And, uh, and yeah, shout out Lion King, right? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, and they want to know that, like, if, if they bring you on, you're going to be the type of person that everybody wants to be around, right? That everybody wants to have part of the family during this project. Same with a film, a film you could be on for, for months, depending on your, your role in it. Everybody wants to know, can I work with this person? Are they cool? Are they actually really kind of a pain in the butt? And I can see that through how they display themselves on social media. Um, so that's an ability for you to master your messaging. Now, before we go on to number five, I want to jump into the questions. Yeah, and thank Absolutely. you, Calissa. I'm going to bring your question up. And something else, I just I just coached two people the past two days where we talked about social. And and please, if you have a question, ask because we're not going to be here much longer. I got to pick my dog up at top of the hour. He's in training. So, um, you know, remember that movie Jerry Maguire with mm. the, Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s, you know award-winning performance, show mm -hmm. me the money. Mm -hmm. I'm like, show me the proof. Mm -hmm. So when I get, when I go to your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook website, show me the proof of that, which you desire to do. Show mm -hmm. me the proof of who you are. Take me, take me deeper than your headshot can take me. Take me deeper than that pitch that your agent did takes me. So you have that in your control. I just want to say that. So let me bring up a question. This is from Carissa Anderson. She says, I have training and believe in ongoing training. I recently got a website, but I don't have a lot of work, just my demo reel. So would that hurt me or benefit me? Would just having your demo reel hurt you or benefit you? I mean, I the demo reel absolutely benefits you. Yeah. Um, of course, ongoing training is is something you should absolutely continue to do. And, and I just want to touch on that. Do stuff that you uh, actually that reinforces what you do well right now. Right. Don't go take an improv class because somebody has told you that you need to take an improv class. If you if that's not your thing, if the comedy isn't your thing, if that's not the thing that you're best at right now, if that's not the thing that 80, 90 percent of the time, if you get a role, you're like, oh, I can crush this because I understand who this person is. I understand this worldview. I understand this energy. Right. That's me. And all I got to do is say these words and like put my own spin on it. Uh, it don't. Don't go out and do something like take commercial classes or, or something else just because people are telling you, oh, well, you also got to do this. That's training for training's sake. And it's and it's just going to send you it's going to waste your money and it's going to waste your time. So I, I wouldn't focus on that. Yeah. But uh, demo reels are absolutely going to help you. Even if you don't have a lot of work, you have something. And may yeah. I say, uh, Wendy is someone who pointed this out. Wendy Elaine Wright, who was watching earlier, is someone who's pointed this out on my show that on your actor's access, now, if you've got that demo reel, 
you need to cut it up in the clips and put those clips up on Actors Access and make that available. And you might even be able to do that on your website as well. And of course, show, social media is a great place to show some of those clips as well. Yeah, thank you for that, Carissa. Great question. You know, it is just about, <sighs> listen, for all of you watching and listening, being an actor, there's so many opportunities. And you have you will have actor friends who want to tell you about all the things you should be doing or could be doing. I want to encourage you and ask you to check in with in, check in with what you want, what are your desires. You can make a full great living, six-figure living doing overdubbing on movies and projects. Mm -hmm. If you speak another language, you could do overdubs for Netflix movies. So you have to be clear about what you want to do, what lights you up. And that might look like different seasons. Maybe this is the season you are just working on building your book more TV muscle, right? Or maybe this is the season, Mike, you even have a course or a freebie where you teach people how to like set up their whole studio at home like so but don't be I would say stay in your lane like the horses you see downtown with the carriage and buggies they have the blinders on you got to stay in your lane otherwise you're going to be going everywhere and you won't get anything done to its fullest so really check in with what you want to do what lights you up what's in par with your goals your level of success and then reverse engineer it this way and and use all the tips that Mike because the tips Mike is saying show me who you are, show me what you do, and show me how you can help me. That applies to no matter what genre you decide, what road you decide to take in this industry. Um, yeah, so I, just say that. I don't have another question yet. Please, if you have a question for Mike Moreno with um, <clears throat> CEO, please put it in the chat. We have a few more minutes before we're gonna wrap. Before we give this last, the last nugget, where can we get, and when this is done, I'll put it in the show notes, but where can they get the full shebang to get all the five tips and to learn more about how to work with you. You bet. Yeah. So uh, first, the best place to go for actor CEO is actorceo.com. Actorceo.com connects you to everything that we do. Of course, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast anywhere you find podcasts because we've got weekly episodes with industry pros from all over the world. And there you can get some great free tips, insight and advice. And then if you want to actually look at this document that I'm looking at and see what um, kids and, and other uh, folks who are in training right now, um, see when we're doing this class, you go to actorceo.com slash class info and you can check out that page. And there's a way to get on an email list there. There's also a way to get into uh, some of the groups that I have going on Facebook. It's a great place to start. And, you know, I think it's I think it's some great info, especially if you're in this transition period of like, okay, now I'm going to start taking this business seriously. What are the first steps I need to do? I love it. I love it. Wendy, you must have felt your ears burning because we just talked about you again. We got to get Wendy on here up in this, up, up in this uh, HBA spotlight too. You know, dive into this last tip for today. Um, yeah, go into it. Yeah, listen, I mean, we talk about Wendy, like we, you know, we've been uh, building a relationship with her over a period of time. There's lots of folks in this industry. I know that you've, uh, you're connected with Dewan Johnson as well, right? Uh, yes. right. Hey, we're all connected, uh, and, you know, uh, connected because we're all, our we're all in the same wavelength. Oh, absolutely. You know, the so birds of a feather. I know. Um, it's nice. And and that's the thing. And that brings me to this point. You will find those people too, right? You have to actively engage, right? Step into that energy, look for those people, be that person that someone else is looking for, right? And you will find your aligned type of people. And that brings me to number five in these five keys, which is build relationships. It's so important because that is how you will build your business. It is built on relationships, especially in this industry, right? So I say here, your sustained creative success relies on working with people who you know, like, and trust, and feel the same about you. That is really what's going to what I think everybody wants is build a sustainable, creative life. You're able to do this until you stop breathing, right? So the first thing you should allow yourself to do in the world of building relationships and, like you said, deciding what path you're going to choose or whatever is understand that you have time. You have time. So take a deep breath. Give yourself some patience, right? You do not need to have a career in the next, you know, 365 days. That is not necessary. 
you can start. And as you say, you can be in a season of your business within these 365 days. You can be building relationships now, which pan out five years from now, but they won't if you don't start building them now. So building relationships is the ultimately the key to the longevity of your business. And I think now, again, we're in a space where we have a unique capacity to connect with those with whom we want to be building relationships with. Like I mentioned, LinkedIn is a great place, right? Even pitching yourself or having some sort of connection or, or, or emailing somebody or whatever, professional persistence pays I, off. I'm going to be professional. Have, that is I have to interrupt because I want to speak to the, the negative inner voice that's coming up for many people right now. Mm. And we don't want to say this is what it is, but it comes down to worthiness. Yes. Because who am I? to reach out to you. I have nothing to offer you. Um, I don't wanna be desperate. I have nothing to say. And to me, that all comes down to worthiness in this industry. And so much of this is, so much fear is poured into actors over the years, starting from the early stages of our training. Mm -hmm. So speak to that part of us that we hear you. Okay, Mike said, reach out. LinkedIn, I'm doing it. And then the voice comes. Speak right. to that for me, please. Yes. Thank you for taking it there. Because that is important. Because there's always that that moment. And to be fair, that's true of any business owner. Mm -hmm. That's true of anybody, almost at any level of success. Right? Meryl Streep will say this too. She's like, I get nervous about things that I do. Right? I get unsure about things that I do. But it's about managing that energy. So that energy will always be there. I had, um, <clears throat> oh my goodness, uh, Wendy is her name. And for whatever reason, her last name has slipped my mind. But uh, she also came on my show, a uh, wonderful actress over 75 credits, film and television credits. Um, Braun? She's Braun? Wendy Braun? Yes, thank you. Wendy okay. <laughs> actor and spirit. Got Wendy Braun, we love you. Your, your name slipped my mind. Um, and it happens. But. <laughs> You know, she's like, listen, I still get nervous going in on auditions, mm -hmm. especially if I'm meeting somebody new, right? Especially if it's something that I'm uh, maybe less familiar with, right? I still get nervous. It's not about not getting nervous. It's not about having that, that as you say, that negative voice, that little shadow side of you that's like, but are you worth this space? Are you worth having the conversation with this person? That's always going to be there. Understand it, embrace it, and go fine. You can sit at the table, but your seat is over here and everybody else's seat, my my courage, my confidence, right? My experience, yes. my trust in yes. the process, my patience also has a seat at the table. This, and maybe I'll use this in the future because it just came to me. Come this on. Is, this is my boardroom. Yes. You do have a seat at the table and I recognize you. But you do not control the table. You, you do not control this process. You're not in control meeting. You're no. not in control meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get rid of you. That's fine. It's a hu it's a natural human thing. Whatever. Everybody has that, including the person that you're about to reach out to that you're scared to. Mm. They feel that way too. Yeah. They do too because they are human. Okay. So we embrace that and we go, great. Now I can step into this and go, so why am I doing this? Because I have something that I believe in. This brings me back to that business mindset. So does every business owner out there who's like, I've, oh my gosh, I've just created a, a better way to like fly drone aircraft. And everyone's like, yeah, but we're already doing that, right? Well, you know, here we are like, uh, but I have this new better way to do it. But no, again, now they have a startup business, right? So they have to be the person that like comes out in meetings, that comes out, uh, that messages somebody when they see that like they, they they could help them out, right? Not obviously not badgering people. We're not telling you to do that. We're not saying like send your reel to everybody, every casting director out there. It doesn't make sense. Professional right. persistence pays off, but professional is key. When you step out and say, I have something of value that I can add, right? You are are empowered in what it is that you bring to the table, 
right? That you actually have something unique, powerful, uh, impactful that you can make in the world that you can bring to the world. And that, and you do that through this craft, right? You do that through this way. And so reinforcing that for yourself as often as possible is very, very helpful. And that will give you constant um, connection to that space so that you can get out there and actually pitch it to somebody else because you trust in it. Right. Even if they say no, that's fine. That's one no out of a million people that you're going to talk to about this thing throughout your entire career and lifetime. What is yeah. one no in a million? Yeah. It's nothing. This is nothing. This is just a moment in time. This is you going out and standing up for what it is that you believe in. If they don't, fine. Go find the person who does because I guarantee you they are out there. They and it's are. easier to find them than ever before. And I always like to encourage, thank you for that, Mike. And I always love to encourage actors I work with and even self-talk to myself, mm -hmm. take up space and take up time. Like I'm worthy of this time. I'm worthy of this space. And I, it starts with worthiness because confidence has to come. Worthiness comes out of confidence. Confidence comes out of worthiness. When I know I am the solution to your problem, when I truly believe that I can be a resource for you, and that is my gift, that is my talent, that is my energy when I connect with you, then I can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, so many actors, and again, from being on the coaching side now for so many years, I just hear it's just fear and doing the wrong step, taking the wrong step, doing it wrong. And I just want to encourage you, who every all of you who are listening, that's why you have coaches out here. That's why you have mentors, things you yes. can do. But I also really believe if you are operating from a place of being genuine, just being yourself, right? So what works for your five other friends may not work for you if it's not in alignment with what you want and your goals and who you want to connect to and why. If you feel slimy doing it, maybe something you're doing is slimy. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's out of alignment with what it is. The value that you right. right. And that's fine. Right. Because if you're truly just sharing yourself in the way you're describing, Mike, and the way that I share with my audience too, it's like you can't go wrong with just being authentically you and sharing. And then I think I love what you talked about earlier about Instagram and social. Show me who you are on your on the platforms you get to control. 100%. You know? Oh, I know this is so juicy. And if I didn't have to go pick up my dog, we'd keep talking. We already went longer than we anticipated. As always, when I talked, when I was on your, I was on Mike's IG live show you do on Tuesdays, I think. That's right. Yeah. We, I was like, oh, it's 30 minutes. God, the time always goes so fast with us. Um, just to recap, actorceo.com slash class info to get this. I will put it in the show notes. You can follow Mike on, listen to the podcast, binge the podcast. I'm sure some of your favorite coaches and mentors and just interesting people are on there. Um, anything you want to say just to wrap up, if you missed any part of this tonight, the replay, it'll It'll be available to watch in a few minutes um, or listen to if you're on the podcast. But, but leave us with a few nuggets. Like, I don't know, whatever you want to leave us with, because I dare say the stuff you are saying tonight is getting people excited, but it is also more than anything shaking up the, the insecurities and the stuff. So leave us with the nugget to just as we can, if we can just meditate on something before we go to bed and understanding that this is necessary for our, mm. for our growth. Mm, absolutely. I mean, it, it, the word empowerment has become something that I really stand behind now. And it's grown with me over the years of doing the podcast is that I, at first I thought it was more about education. And then I've gotten to this point where I realize, you know, with the help of my audience and the feedback that I get from people and the, you know, DMs and, and messages and emails I get that are so really profound is that the, you know, the impact that it makes is when people hear it and they go, I feel like I can do this now. I feel like I can do this now because you're removing other the your you're regaining your own power, right? Which is why I think empowerment is such a strong word that really uh, I resonate with and that's what I'm trying to do and I and Christine, I think you know you and I align so well because I really see a lot of that in what you're doing and it's very clear that it's having the same impact on the people who work with you as well. Empowerment means that you are not relying on somebody else to prove your worthiness, right? To prove you as needing or having 
worth and taking up space and, and being willing to step out and pursue this dream of yours. You get to decide that. When you are empowered in that, uh, nothing is actually rejection. Nothing is um, going against uh, what it is that is your ultimate plan. Someone says no, that means that they're just not the right person for you. That's fine. That means you will find the right person and you will just keep moving on ahead because you own this thing, this entire process. You own the process, you own the past, you own the future of it, and you yeah. certainly own the present of it. And, and living in that is a, is a very, very strong place to be. And I just think that there's a lot of, there's a lot out there. If you don't want to feel empowered, there's plenty of stuff out there and plenty of people who will help <laughs> you feel that way. But dang, if it, ain't, if it ain't something really strong, and I know, you know, as creative artists, we have had, and even as performers, but as creative artists specifically, many of us have had this experience, which is profound and I think is what keeps us going through this, where we feel really, truly aligned with this, with the universe, with God, with whatever you want to put into it and, and feel like in the moment, strong, fully embracing this thing that is magical and miraculous, but feels very, very authentic yeah. at the very bottom of it. And you go, I am supposed to be here. Yeah. This is right. I want you to have that feeling, right? I want you to feel it in your craft, which is more often than not when we feel it. But I want to encourage you, and this is what the podcast is all about. I want you to have that feeling in your business as well, because it does deserve to be there also. And to your point, when you bring that forward and operate from that space, you you can do no wrong, essentially. It's all it's all right for you. And I will say this, and my my team is a testament to it. People love to help those who are helping themselves. Mm. And remember that you get 90%, they get 10. And I just don't personally like waiting. That yeah. open weight plan sucks. I tried yeah. it. It don't work. Mm. <laughs> the whole waiting to get discovered doesn't work. It's the exception, not the rule. That's right. So, you know, thank you for being here, Mike. Thank you for sharing your light, your gift, your, your wisdom. I pray that all of you who are listening and watching really <laughs> take take advantage of the resources Mike has made available through his podcast and through his website. Um, they're extremely helpful. I mean... I do this and I'm taking notes. Like, yup, who am I? Who am I? What you do? How can I like use that? You don't, you never know enough. Take That's, the yeah. notes, put the ego to the side and really take it in because it's just like reading anything, reading the Bible, reading a book, you get a new word each time. And so mm. I even got a word tonight. So I thank you for that, Mike. Thank you for sharing your time. Um, everybody, thank you again. Visit him, get the stuff. Follow him online on all the places. On Instagram, you're at Actor CEO. It's at Actor CEO across everything. Bam. Find me. Easy to remember. Have an amazing night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Mike, hang around for one second. I'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. That's another episode of the Hollywood Bound Actor Podcast. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at actress Christine Horn. And remember, you have a gift that the world needs to see. And I'm honored to be on this journey with you. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Hollywood Bound Actor Podcast at HollywoodBoundActor.com. <laughs>